And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shaco Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscal, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Good morning, and welcome to episode one, three, one. Eight of down to dunk. You can find us anywhere else. You can find us on the athletic and anywhere else to subscribe to your podcast. Go to the athletic.com backslash am to dunk and get the athletic for one dollar one for six months. I am Luke. Enjoy this morning, Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. And Taylor. Knock, knock. Who's there? You. You who? You who? Anybody home? I want to know what love is. <laughs> I want you to show me. Slam through. Do, 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 do. Jesus. Wow, that was good. Good God. That was uh, that was really good. You were really bringing it we woke today. Up, woke up all the kitty, kiddos. All the kitties. Meow, meow. All the kitties. Meow. <laughs> so the... Uh, the lottery was on Tuesday night. Thought <sighs> thought we might be heading to Chili's. One of the worst nights of my life. It sure. Did you go to Chili's? No. You really I, wanted it. No. I started the night with a lot of anticipation and excitement. Lo- really wanted to go to Chili's. And the night, double Bs. How often did you go to Chili's? No, never. That's why I really wanted to go. When was the last time you went to Chili's? Years. It's, it's not very good. Yeah, but in a in a situation like this, I think it would have been busting. It would have been busting. It would have yeah. been busting. Yeah, that well, I think we talked about in the in the in the text group. The vibes at Chili Chili's are good, but the yeah. food is very bad, and the food used to be a lot better. Yeah, for or, sure. Or I was just eighteen and and did not know what was good food yet. I don't think we knew what good food was yet. Um. Anyways, the Thunder got the the twelfth pick. Which is where they should be. Where we belong. It's where we belong. Hey, the sweet spot, though, Andrew. It is the sweet spot, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah, that's okay. That's great. It's great, actually. Thunder have picked 12 many times before. It's worked out pretty well. Yeah, they're very comfortable picking at 12. Yeah. We have a lot of... We do Do we want to ask some of these Twitter questions about, about this? Yeah, let's ask some sort of some Twitter questions about this. Oh, the first uh, source of Twitter questions about this is from <laughs> at 
Darkwing underscore Duck5, who wants to know over under 2.5 players drafted by us this year. So the Thunder have the 12th pick in the first round. That's their only first round pick. Then they have pick 37 and pick 50. So will they draft all three? I mean, they don't have the roster spots for three guys. They could use those second rounders or at least the 50th pick for a two-way spot. I would say over. I also would say over. Yeah, I think there's a chance that maybe they try to buy into the first round again like they did last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that, and then they just kind of battle it out in training camp. So, yeah, I think that there's certainly a a chance that they draft three guys in the draft and then just write it out. I mean, even if you draft somebody at 50, it doesn't mean that you have to sign them or give them a guaranteed contract. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, you know, that's, I I don't know a whole lot about the guys in the fifties. What about Adam Bona? Uh, (laughs) What if we, what if we drafted Dick and Bona? Grady Dick and Adam Bona. Yeah. (laughs) That's a a one-two punch. I'm not sure anybody has considered that possibility yet or that combination. Yeah, my brain can't even do anything with that. Call him the gruesome twosome. I think (laughs) it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. But yeah, I think think there's a... The Hardy boys? (laughs) There you go. I think there's a good chance that they'll draft three guys and then figure it out. Adam Bona. Adam Bona. <laughs> I saw it. Thought, got to do it. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go under. I think they actually trade all their picks. Be- all of them. Yeah. Uh, the Grizzlies are going to just start over. Grizzlies are just going to start over. So every, are you saying everyone's that we got for sale. No, I'm saying we got Desmond Bain. We trade our first round pick. You see the picture of Bain with um, Kenrich? No, they both ha- were having surgery in like the same hospital or whatever, and they took a picture together. Oh, that's always so fun when you get to have surgery with one of your friends. TCU buddies, yeah. Wow, wow. you guys want to get surgery with me I, sometime? I, no. Do, do I want to? No. 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 What if it's a cool surgery? What's a cool surgery? Yeah, what do you want? The, what, where they put the rods in your legs so you can be <laughs> taller? Oh, okay. I would do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm walking out, if I'm walking out six six, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. I think they're starting to do that kind of regularly. Yeah, I they think, are because you used to have to go to China or Japan and to do it. I think really, I don't know. Classic. That's I a read classic. a story about a guy who did though. It would be Japan, you know. Yeah, I'd just walk out and be like, oh, that would be funny recovery, though. If, the recovery is apparently oh, terrible, dude. I can't imagine. They put like these huge metal rods in your like thigh area. What's yeah. this bone called? This big one? femur. 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 Uh-huh. That's where it. they do it. They, they break, break it, it and they elongate your femur with a metal rod. I can't imagine how long that rehab would take. You're 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 in China or Japan for like four months. Can you maintain athleticism if you do that? I've, I thought about that. Like, could players start so. to do that? There's no way. There's no way. I don't think you could. The bone would. I think is. It's not very. It does It'd be kind of crazy. It'd be like, hey, Trey Man is going to take a year off to get a surgery <laughs> so that he comes back six foot nine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, you don't know until you try. Because maybe I think because I just said the bone would come back weaker, but I think bones when they break they come back stronger. Yeah, but there's it's okay. Have you seen an X-ray of it? 
No. It's bone, bone, rod. So the bones are not even touching anymore. There's a rod there. Um, What if Sam Presley had a press conference? He's like, listen, Poku's last chance is to be eight feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) And we're gonna we're gonna do it and he he'll be back in twenty twenty five, but he'll be eight feet. (laughs) He just has Waluigi proportions. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking about. I'm already all legs anyway. Like yeah. my belly button is right between my nipples. My wow. my torso is so short. Wow. So if I could world. have like if I add more leg, I will look like a freak. Yeah. Wow. I'm let's do it. Okay. So together. Boom. All right. Let's move on to our next early Twitter question. You'll come out and be like, I got the different rod extension. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from at Evan ETM. Who wants to know who is someone marked in the twenties or thirties that OKC might take at twelve? Uh, Adam Bona. Adam no. Bona. No. They're reaching for Bona. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Rupert is, is definitely somebody that is possible. Who's probably it's like falling to the twenties. Um, other possibilities like Max Lewis, Maxwell Lewis from Pepperdine is somebody. That I think could first, like he could pop up just because he's six seven. He's can kind of do a little bit of everything. I'd be really surprised though if that were one of the guys. I mean, if Leonard Leonard Miller is in a lot of mock drafts in the teens now, but a few weeks ago he's in the twenties. So like those are definitely guys I could see. My guy Buffkin, who's who's going up draft boards right now, mm-hmm. I think is somebody... Buff, buff, buff. But things are going to change over the course of the next few weeks. I mean, I was talking about this with Alex Postpod on Wednesday, but, I mean, remember the night of the lottery in 2021? I mean, everybody thought Jonathan Kaminga was going to be the third pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. You know, and he slides all the way to seven. I mean, it was like a foregone conclusion. Like, all year we talked about that draft class, and, like, yeah. Kaminga was, like, always the third guy in every single conversation as we got closer and closer, as teams got to know Kaminga and kind of what his mental makeup was, we're like, I don't think that's the guy. And then like Barnes started rising. This is going to happen within yeah, this, whether somebody. it's Amin Thompson or Jairus Walker or Cam Whitmore or somebody, I think he's going to rise and like things are going to change over the course of the next few weeks as not only teams get to know these guys a little better, but, you know, we start to find out like some teams will just tell reporters everything about what happens in these interviews and workouts. You know, the Thunder don't do that, but we're going to find out what some teams think about these guys, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to evolve, you know, from here. I feel like we think we know everything about there is to know about this draft, but it's going to evolve. That's just the way that it goes almost every single year. And our next question is coming from at Red Sox Rebert, who wants to know draft party. Yeah, draft party. Yeah, draft party. Yeah, we're gonna have a draft party for yep. sure. Yeah, it's gonna be at. Well, we have no details. We're but I mean, it's gonna be a faster hall again. I would guess. Yeah, okay, I okay. think so too. And okay. I'm gonna faster have. Hall. I'm gonna eat a wiener. When they take Bona. <laughs> that should be the like the thing. You know how we were going to go to Chili's? Yeah. So this one is, if they draft Dick or Bona, everyone has to order, order a schnitzel. A schnitz. 
No, schnitzel is uh, fried pork. That's, that's all. I mean, it's is that? I think that, that that's not a wiener. It's I. Okay, I think it is a, a schnitzel. schnitzel. You're saying a schnitzel's not a wiener? It's okay. not. It is definitely. You're you've lost your mind. I think it is. You've lost your mind. <laughs> a, um, a thin slice of meat. A schnitzel is fried meat, guys. Okay, look. At, okay, look. Look. At, does that look like a? It looks like a smash bone, huh? What about That's a wiener a sch- schnitzel? That's no, a schnitzel. What's a wiener schnitzel then? God, moron. <laughs> <laughs> this is wiener schnitzel. Why are you guys saying? No, it's sh- not. Yes, it Whatever. is. You guys Whatever. are using the wrong German word. You're Get your that. German up. Okay. Frankfurter. Yeah, you've lost your mind, Taylor. Um, the- um, yeah, yeah. But we will have a draft party for sure. Oh my gosh, guys! We want to move on to that. The next, our next thing in the note. Uh, not yet. Let's talk a little bit about pick twelve. And okay, okay. do you want to ask this question? I didn't. I skipped it. Yeah, comes from at OKC underscore UTV. There's a somewhat consensus group of prospect ranked five through eleven on most public NBA draft boards. How many of that group? Whitmore, Asar, <clears throat> Walker, Hendricks, Black, Grady, Wallace. He was afraid to use the word dick. Would you take over Kobe Buffkin? Are you a huge Kobe Buffkin guy? I'm a Buffkin boy. Yes. For sure. He's been a Buffkin boy. I've been one for for a minute. He stays buff. Yeah, he does. He stays Buffkin. Uh, I would probably take him over Casey Wallace just because I, I believe in Buffkin's offensive upside. And the Thunder need a scoring punch off the bench that's reliable, that can create for others too. And I think Buffkin could be that kind of player. And he can also close because he can defend. So I'd probably take him over Casey Wallace. I might take him over Grady Dick just because of the creation stuff. And I just don't know that the Thunder would take a player like Grady Dick in the draft. He's kind of more of a one-dimensional offensive player. Um, that might be disrespectful to Grady. He can do a little bit more than probably what he did at, at Kansas, but I might take Buffkin over him. I don't think I would take, like if Taylor Hendricks was on the board and the Thunder would actually consider taking him as like a player that doesn't really create off the bounce or create for others, I would still probably rather have Hendricks just because his skill set is pretty coveted at 6'9 and can defend and shoot. I would probably still take Anthony Black and Asar Thompson over him, but I don't know. I'm a I'm a big Buffkin boy though. I think at twelve, I think that they should truly consider him. I think he's the most well well rounded player in the draft in that range, and I don't think it's particularly close because you look at a lot of these other players and they just don't. They have a lot of holes in their game, and Buffkin really doesn't, and so. I guess it really depends on like the evaluation from Presti and his people. Is like, can yes, he did this at Michigan. Really, the second half of the season, he played really, really well because they stopped, kind of stopped running the offense through Jet Howard and started running it through Kobe, and he was amazing. And so, does that translate to the NBA? Is the question, and I think it will. But Presti and them know a lot better than me, and so I think. But I would love to see Buffkin in a Thunder jersey. I think it would be very fun. And having a Kobe on the team would be cool. Yeah, I was going to say, how much 
Rest of in power it is Kobe. Kobe. R.I.P. What Kobe. if? What if? What if his name was Eugene? Eugene Buffkin. That's a cool name. That's too. a good name. Okay. Okay. Gene Buffkin. Gene Buffkin. William Bill Buffkin. See, Buff Buffkin is just a really cool last name. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the better last names in this draft. Yeah. It's, it's no Bona. Yeah. It was, it's, it's not Bona. But if his name was Kobe Bona. Kobe Bona. Oh, wow. I mean, you got... He might be the number one pick. Yeah. 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 You'd have to be. Yeah. But, yeah. I, the Spurs take Kobe Bona <laughs> instead in of Wembenyama. Shocking surprise. Speaking of Wembenyama, mm-hmm. why can I say it and Woj can't say it? Woj said it incorrectly on the broadcast four times. Well, what did he say? He changed it up. It would be Wembyana... Wembenyana, Wem- I've heard Wembenyana a lot. Yeah, he like kept like switching it around. He was nervous, and it was two thirty in the morning. No, no, it was not. Well, you're that t- was for Windy. That was Windhorse. Oh, okay. Woj yeah. was uh, like well, on was, the ESPN okay, you're right. broadcast. He was also nervous. Yeah, he, he was in, nervous. He's, he's always nervous. Yeah. You know, I saw him on the side of the road in Salt Lake City. You he's did. Kind of a short king. Yeah, he's shorter than you think. I will say this. I think Woj is getting a little bit of a bad rap about this Brandon Miller stuff. Really? Because, well, Jonathan Gavoni said on the low post that Brandon Miller's not doing well in interviews, that things aren't going well for him, yada, yada. And Woj said on draft night that things are going very well for him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people jumped to the conclusion that Woj is – doing this for agents or whatever, which is the logical jump to make. However, I will say that the stuff that Woj said is, is way more close to other things that I've heard firsthand than what Gavoni is saying. And I, I wouldn't jump to the conclusion that Gavoni is necessarily the most reliable source. Oh, interesting. So, that's all I have. That's all I have to say about that. That's all you. That's all you're gonna say about it, huh? That's all I have to say about huh. that. Huh? Well, I only time will tell. It's true. Let's move to this. This next thing. How about that? The, we can move on. Oh my gosh! The most riveting article of all time has dropped. <laughs> the most important written word since the Bible. <laughs> I'm talking, of course, about Josh Giddy's letter to Oklahoma City on the Players' Tribune. Wow. I was, if you would have asked me three days ago if the Players' Tribune still existed, I <laughs> might no, have, totally. I would have waffled on my answer. The only reason I know is Waffle. because Daniel Bryan, <laughs> Brian Danielson, a wrestler, wrote, uh, wrote a, something on it about a year ago. Okay. So I okay. knew that it was still around. Okay. Uh, this, have... This letter needed a stronger edit. You know what's crazy is, okay, that all those guys have ghostwriters. They have guys that edit and, and write them, right? This was not For written sure. by him. This was written by a 24-year-old low man on the totem pole at the Players' Tribute. Yeah. And I think they try to write it out as if it's like that person talking. <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying they're trying to write it intentionally bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like a little bit better than how Josh would have done it, you know, because he like the narrative, like the the storytelling and the 
I don't know, the, the placement of all the points and stuff is correct, but how it's written, I mean, there's like two word sentences in that piece. I can't get, I, I can't get through it. It's oh, so okay. boring. Besides, I read the whole thing. It's very boring. So, bes- so boring. Besides, was there anything interesting in it at all to you? Um, actually, there was. Oh, I have to pull that up. I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, he uh, what was pulled out of it was him saying that Coach D has one of the highest IQs of any coach. Yeah, that he's played for. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, yeah, I mean, you're only twenty, dude. How many coaches have you played for? <laughs> and this is your coach in the NBA. Of course, he's going to be better than your other coaches. I mean, that is not necessarily true. Why? You he's think drafted. his high school coach is like could be smarter than Coach D? No, no, no. What I'm saying is like there are other coaches in the league that I don't think he would have the same opinion of. Like if he was drafted by the Rockets, I'm not sure that he's having that same opinion. Okay. I mean, that's a good point. But like De- the thing about Degnault is it is I I think that it's true. Like he's an extremely smart person. And I think it's it's cool that he's pointing that out. It's cool that he's pointing that out because not every NBA coach is going to kind of come through like that. So I do think that it's not nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played professionally in Australia too. Yeah, like like he just didn't play like high school basketball. You know, like the high school coaches that we think of. You know, like of course Mark is going to be a level up from that but he did play professionally for adelaide i also liked that he um started calling out he was talking about we could have had some more wins looking back on the season there are a couple games that stick out yeah he's like basically he was like like detroit sucks we sh- we could have beat them charlotte <laughs> they sucked. Beat we should have beat them yeah i loved that which is which is definitely what fans were thinking during yeah. the season yeah as well as like we should have had these games mm-hmm uh, why, why? Why does this exist? I don't understand why. It what exists. is the point of like, this? Who who does what, this? What? It's just I I don't know what prompts it. Yeah, I don't know exactly what prompts it because whenever I whenever I actually like quote tweeted it, people were like, "Wait, is he leaving?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like what's the? What, <laughs> yeah. There's no new information here's, that was released in this. There's here's no. What I, here's what I think happened. I think that the Players Tribune had an article written, this written about <laughs> Oklahoma City, and contacted him and his people and said, "Hey, <laughs> we have this article written. Would you like it to be from you?" This and just seems like more. Read it, make some changes if you want, I, and then get us no, get back to us. I I do think that this was co-written by Josh. I well, do. Yeah, yeah, but in the way that it was pre-written, and then said, "Hey, spice it up with some things that you want to change." And I don't, I don't think that's. I hundred percent. I don't think that's true. But uh, I, this could be this. There's no voice like, "Oh, this is some. This is some only Josh would say." This could be any player on the team. I'm not. Dis- I'm not going to disagree with that point. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with that point. But I will say it. The timing of it is curious. Like it, it yeah. kind of more feels like something that maybe should have been released and like October, like early October. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is nice. I think a lot of people really appreciated some of the things that were said in there about the fan base and whatnot. And so it, it. God. I mean. It just feels like Presty was like, hey, Josh, <laughs> you know, I have this idea for you. You could go to the, the Tribune, Players Tribune. Maybe you write about this and this and this. I mean, I. Maybe just push that out. 
I mean, I, I, I have no idea how this thing was birthed. Yeah. I have no idea. But. It what was, did you think about it? I thought it was nice. Yeah, but it's. Uh, On a scale. Maybe. I thought it was. Mm, I would, it, I, it's content. It's like general <laughs> thunder content. So it's fine. But. it's. I mean, it was nice. I will forget about this tomorrow. <laughs> and then never think about it again. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's there's just nothing to it, I don't think. I mean, it's just, it's if you're listening to this and you're like, huh, maybe I should read it. You shouldn't. Just you've heard it. You've heard what we've said. There's nothing more to it. Yeah. He did talk about the, the play-in as well, which I thought was one of the more interesting points in in the piece where he just mentioned how they treated that first game like it was just any other game and then they go into to the second game and they tried to put mm-hmm. like they said they weren't ready yeah he said then we had to turn around and play minnesota two days later and unfortunately oh, uh, in, in australia sydney australia and unfortunately we just weren't ready for the for the jump they put it on us early that was a team that had been in that situation before. They knew what it took to win those games, those types of games. <laughs> you're, you're slipping into Michael Kane. You're slipping into Kane. Be careful. That always happens. Yeah, I always Mr. slip Wayne. into Kane. You're slipping into Kane, Mr. Wayne. They knew what it took to win those types of games. Because someone just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, we have Fleavy in the chat says, Australian fan here, stop talking, please. <laughs> hey, maybe big Michael Caine fan here, they're also saying, also stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Dang, you're the Caine. That was my um, Australian Caine. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think Josh made some good points there with just the way that they approached everything. But, anyways, it's something that happened yesterday, Thunder related. And <laughs> True. This one thing about this article is certainly related to the Thunder. Yep. It's true. It's <laughs> true. This was Luke and I's only assignment was to read this. He deep dives on like the Bulls season. <laughs> like, let me tell you about the Bulls season. This is my thoughts. I'd actually be very interested. <laughs> that would that. be much more interesting. That would be Dear Chicago Dear by Chi- Josh Giddy. Dear Huh? <laughs> What's this for? I'd read that. Dear Charlotte from Josh Giddy. You guys huh. suck. We really should have won that <laughs> we game. We beat you. I can't believe we lost it to you at home. It sticks with me that we should have beat you. Yeah. It sticks in my craw. Yeah. Anyways, that's uh, that's that. Anything else that you got to get off your chest? When, when, uh, let's say he did sit down and just write that into uh, a Google Doc. Like, How many essays do you think Josh Giddy has written in the past like several years? Probably zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah. If you're if you're an athlete, you don't have to write papers. It's just funny. It's just around the the time of yeah. our lives where we were writing stuff all the time. Dude, you know, I was just talking to someone about this on Tuesday. I actually really miss that feeling of fear and pressure when you're like, you know, you really have to bang out a huge paper. So you're just living at the library for two days. Yeah. I kind of liked it. You liked that. Yeah, I kind of liked it. I don't know wow. why. It was like you had to go into this different world and you, you know, people, girlfriends, friends would be like, hey, come over. You're like, no, I can't. I really can't. And it's just, there's all that pressure and then you, you finish. Should I give you uh, an assignment? Mm. 
I don't know because there's there's more so, responsibilities. There's no way half that you do it. <laughs> no, no, I don't do it. I do go live at the library. Also, library now like you know living at the downtown library different than living at the library on campus. You know, you know that drafting like really important documents that have a timeline to be filed or turned in mm-hmm. is like my entire job. <laughs> Is yeah. it really? Yes. God, you're so lucky. Yes. That's awesome. So I like you must feel that feeling all the time. Well, I feel it a lot. And I and I didn't mm-hmm. like it. I mean, I, I enjoy it in college, but it's like, you know, motivate you. I do I get it. You get and you walk around, you like see some other buddies, see some see some people, yeah. you're just like red bulls <laughs> out of your mind. Uh not this coffee now. Coffee now. <clears throat> but like <laughs> But like a friend attorney might be like, "Hey, let's go to lunch." I'm like, "Oh no, I gotta finish this, finish this thing." Yeah, I gotta get it. I said I'd get it to my client. I gotta get it to my client. I gotta get it to the opposing counsel. Blah 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 blah. It's like if I don't get this done, he's gonna go to jail. They're gonna have my ass. That's what I say. John's <laughs> <laughs> back toy bigger than Fury. John's back toy bigger than Fury. Um, the Guardian, which is a paper in Philadelphia, I believe. Okay. They said, uh, don't stop with Doc Rivers. Time to burn the Philadelphia 76ers to the ground. Yeah. They want to burn it all down. I think they yeah. probably should. Yeah. Um, they really pooped their pants with this whole thing. Yeah. And so that, bad. that oh. leads me to my question. Have you guys ever pooped your pants? Yes. I have. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was I was going to this is like this is a few this is probably now eight years ago maybe nine okay so uh, late late twenties <laughs> so I was grown manhood I was I was getting ready to go like I had to go to my parents' house for something and I was like at at where I was living and I was like I was like I kind of like I kind of gotta go like I could have gone mm-hmm. before I went and I was like I, always always do that so I was like yes a little lesson learned yeah and I was like ah, no I'll just I gotta get there and so I'm driving on my parents and it's like 34 of the way that it's like this is an emergency <laughs> this is and but there's no really out there at that time like there's nowhere to stop really yeah and I'd gotten too far away to turn back where it's like if I turn back it's the same amount of time that yeah. getting there and so I'm yeah and so legs just I mean shaking wow shaking because you're trying, trying to hold so it hard in, literally trying to hold it in wow and I pull into their driveway and it, it it didn't. It didn't make it. <laughs> you get to their driveway. I mean, I yeah, yeah. Because at that point, if it's already right there, any kind of movement, you had to open your legs to get out the door. And it was. It was. It was. It was kind of like park, like park, like skidding to stop, slamming to park. Like <laughs> keys still in the car. Just like, no. <laughs> oh, no. and I pooped in my pants. Yeah, Adult. Andrew. Uh. I was probably 17 years old. Mm. So younger than when Luke did it. A little younger. Yeah. Um, mm. Anyways, I was on the way to, to church. I was playing in the in the youth band, playing guitar, and I was I was sick. And mm-hmm. so I had, had the runs. And I got into the church parking lot and I thought I would just test it out. You know, I hadn't yeah. I wasn't I hadn't, conf- I hadn't test it test it out like see if it was a- I hadn't confirmed that I had the runs yet. And then I confirmed it in the parking lot and then f- immediately turned around. I text my cousin who was playing 
bass, and then he put me into his phone as turd pants, and I <laughs> can neither confirm nor deny that I'm still, still in his phone. Pants. I mean, 20 years later, yeah, I still well, might be turd pants in his phone. You're forever known. <laughs> turd pants. <laughs> forever known as turd pants. Yeah, we're, I mean, in college, like we both went to OSU, he would show me, like, hey, this is still... <laughs> You come, he's like, call me. And I have a question about your story. Yeah, yeah. When you said test it out, yeah, like, like I had you some... thought it was a fart. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, thought it was a fart. It was it was a blast explosion. It's similar to Luke's. Is that I? Why, I don't know why I did that in the parking lot though. Yeah, I feel like I did have a choice. Yeah, we all have to. Where learn. I don't think Luke had much of a choice. No, it was no. I feel like I did have a choice yeah. but you know you're 17 your, your prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed yet you just can't make decisions like you can yeah everything's about experimenting at that age isn't it that's right yeah luke were you still experimenting in 29 no <laughs> um, i just no it was such a but now i know if it's like if you feel like i could do yeah stick around a little longer yeah be late yeah be, be late. late yeah be totally. late be late it is, you can be, you can, it's going to be a lot better than the, the other way where, yeah. I sh- where I showed up parents' house. Yeah. Yeah. I think I told this story before. I, I'm sure we've all told these stories before on here. I'm pretty sure I've told that story before. Yeah. Well, I, w- I was, uh, I had a thing with my friend Logan Bohr in high school where anytime I walked into a bathroom and he was there, I would try to fart on him because he was at the <laughs> urinal and like he couldn't leave, you know, midstream. <laughs> So I'd go up to him and try to fart on him. One time I turned around, tried to fart on him. Wasn't a fart. It was a turd. Don't trust it. That's what I get. That is what you get. Yeah. When you're playing with fire, you get burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Put my pants at school. All right, thanks. That's that's Tayshawn's, and that's what the Philadelphia 76 is doing. Can I see your DMs? When you ask these questions, can I go through your uh, DMs? No, it's privileged. Um, you can't see it. Okay. <clears throat> looking for someone's looking for some advice. And this person's name is Andrew. And they want to know what advice can the members of the pod give to someone who's thinking about starting their own business? What business is it? Doesn't specify. None of your business. None of your business. All right. It all depends on the business. So how do we help? Well, just in general. <clears throat> um, you got to know what you're start, what you're doing. It's like, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that are like, I just want to work for myself and start my own business. And then they just do something that they think will make a lot of money. and But they're not passionate about it or into it. Like selling pogs. Selling like pogs. selling pogs, yeah. <clears throat> like I think, you could start your own business doing it. I think you just this you had to do so much research about what you're doing. Yeah. So you have to really you can't just be like I can't just be like, hey, I'm gonna open up a pizzeria. Right. I know nothing about running a restaurant, running making pizza, anything like that. I don't know. I've never worked in a restaurant, don't know anything about it. I'm guessing my pizzeria is not going to be very good. 
Yeah, it probably wouldn't be good. I just think if you have to do so much research into what you're doing, whatever it is, and like there's no amount of research, like the more you do, the better. All right, so let's just assume that this person is a is an expert at whatever they're they're doing and starting the business for. Okay. Okay. Um, custom uh, boutique Play-Doh. Even okay, let's say they are. Uh, let's say they are a expert in boutique Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. They're not an expert in running a business, right? And it's so much different. So you just need to just need to like cover all your angles and and still like that. Look at other boutique Play-Doh things mm-hmm. uh, stores because they're everywhere. Every corner now, I see these boutique Play-Dohs. But look more and more and more. What are they doing? How are they advertising? What does that look like? Like get a game, like a serious game plan together. It's not like you're opening tomorrow, whatever it may be. Like you need to be like, we're opening in like a year and just plan and stick to that plan. Yeah. You know, don't rush into it. These, these are the things that, um, I went to, I, I did a, okay, let's start over. I went to college and got my bachelor's in uh, business administration. Okay. Then did not went, prepare me at all. For then you it. went to the turtle. Then I went to the Turtle Man. Yeah. No, that was later. That was 2017. Okay. This was Slate. So running a screen. Okay, 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 okay. These are the things that uh, I had no idea I had to do until we were actually running the business. You have to pay, um, figure out how often you have to pay your sales tax, which is every month, and where to pay it which is uh, really hard to, to figure it out. But search, I don't know if you're in Oklahoma, but just search your state and sales tax. Also, you have to get a sales tax permit, um, which well, is we're different. Really, we're really diving in. Well, these are the, these are the three things. Um, and then you have to uh, have a lot of money. The other thing about it is when you're running your own business, you, business owner, get paid last. Right. Like yeah. if you don't pay everyone, your business is not going to succeed. That's it's not true. going to go anywhere. You get paid last, which means a lot of times when you're running things, there are months you yourself don't get paid. That's true. Or there's, that you don't get near as much. And so you need to take that into account. It's not like you're still going to start your business and it's like, I'm rolling in dough. Not Play-Doh. Money. Mm-hmm. Dough. Right away. It's like, Play-Doh. oh, like I'm barely able to make it and I can't pay myself anything this month. Yeah. Because because it's so tough you just gotta you know it's a tough it's it's a doggy dog world out there yeah you gotta, you, you gotta really be careful you're gonna need a lot of uh extra stimulants in your body to to push through because when you start your own business it's a 24 hour a day work day and the buck stops here that's right so start that's smoking me pointing at you start smoking cigarettes start drinking a lot more coffee start uh you know i don't know if you got a drug guy Call him up, Taylor. Come on! Wow, These bad. The- now we're into bad advice. <laughs> yeah, this is this is bad, yeah. bad advice. All right. Oh, okay. But that's some ideas. And uh, guess pray what? more. There you go. There you go. Better. Okay. Drug guy, pray more. <clears throat> that's our my advice for now, and our advice. Okay. Well, good luck. We're uh- <laughs> send us in, send us what business it is and, and yeah, we'll give you know. a shout out on the my pod. daughter would love your boutique play-doh please send us some. is that a thing oh yeah i think so how are you gonna beat the man play-doh no this is bo- this is special play-doh you're not gonna beat the man it cannot be a thing all right we'll be right back after this quick break looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back after that quick break. It's time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. Oh, just added the new one. Let's ask that one. Our first Twitter question comes from at Nickel Forward, who wants to know if we could somehow trade for Portland's three pick in a three-way trade, would you do it? The thing about this third pick, and a lot of people just assume, hey, this pick could be traded. The Blazers want to be good. There's got to be a team that has a really good player that is willing to part with that player in order to get younger and swing for upside later on. And I'm not sure who that team is. I think I think Toronto makes some sense, hmm. especially if it is Scoot Henderson there, where you basically try to build your team around Scotty Barnes and Scoot, and you trade Siakam and maybe OG as well and I think that they would have to throw in a little bit more to make that happen but is that really changing the Blazers contender status like that doesn't make no. them a contender it makes no. them a playoff team <laughs> that's the problem that's the problem with the Blazers is that they if they want to be a title contender there's like maybe like three guys they could trade for that would actually make them a title contender mm-hmm. and so I I don't know what the Blazers are doing. I think it would be a big mistake. Uh, we are going to have Sean Hyken 
on Slam and Jam to discuss this entire topic uh, for tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. But for the Thunder, I mean, they could offer a, a bevy of picks. They could offer, I don't think, I mean, Josh Giddy's not going to write that piece and the Thunder trade him like a month later. Like, that's not going to happen. that's why he did it. Oh. He's protecting himself. He's protecting himself. From trade. Yeah. Wow. That's 4D chess. That's a good move. Uh Uh-huh. That is a good move. Now it all makes sense. Yeah. We got it. But if you're the... But would you... Blazers, Okay. Because we're not, because so my, cause from what you're telling me, mm-hmm. we're not the team giving up the player. We're the, the some other team is giving up uh, the good player that goes to Portland, and we're giving the bevy of picks to them. Yeah, but why would I just don't understand why that why a three team trade would even make sense for a deal like this? Mm-hmm. Because if the Raptors, let's say the Raptors are the ones that why would are they making want the, the, deal? the third? Well, yeah, if you're starting over, do you want like five picks or do you want the third pick in yeah. this really good draft? I think you just want the third pick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I'm trying to figure out like how even a three-way trade w- would even make sense for the Thunder. Also, I saw someone on Twitter yesterday say that uh, Damian Lillard requested a so- uh, softly requested a trade or something. I don't know. He's been like subtweeting. And it seems like he's he wants to be traded. He kind of always does that, like every year around this. There's time. like some attention seeking stuff that happens with Dame around this time of year. Yeah, that's true. All the time. That's a really good point. I've never thought about that, but that that is true every year. I think that we we talk about him every year, and then he stays, and then we all give him credit for staying. But it's because he does this initial groundwork yeah. now, mm-hmm. because like not right now, nobody is talking about how man Shea's so loyal. Yeah. Shea's so loyal. You know, every year we go through this cycle with yeah. Dame where it's should they trade him? Yes, they should. Does Dame want to be traded? Maybe. <laughs> because then, you know what? He's meeting with LeBron. But yeah, you know what? Yeah. He's doing these things. But then at the end of the day, I just want to stay here. And then we all clap. Yay! Good job. Thank you. What a loyal man. <laughs> But he's doing it. He's playing us every year. Yeah. Playing us wow. like a fiddle. Turf every Pants year. is bringing it. I didn't know you had this much uh, hatred towards Dame. I don't have any hatred toward You're him at annoyed. all. You're just annoyed. I just am seeing what he's doing. Yeah. Because oh, you see right through him. Not every play. Like, is Bradley Beal doing this every year? Like, we don't even hear anything from Beal. Yeah. Ever. And he's on Blazers East. That's so true. You know? Blazers East. <laughs> It's good. We don't ever hear anything. Beal's just doing his thing. Yeah. It would be very frustrating to be a, a Blazers fan and just see them be good enough to make the playoffs, need obviously need to take a leap, unable to ever do it. And like they're gonna run out of time. It's it's <clears throat> gonna be this until yeah. Damian Lillard is, is not all, good anymore. They have the third pick in the draft with their own pick. Time has already run out. Yeah. That's true. I know Dame was really good last year, but it amounted to nothing. Yeah. And the rest of the team is not good. And what are you... I mean, maybe Embiid demands a trade, and you trade Simons, the third pick, and... I mean, you have to give up a ton. But what? Embiid goes to Portland? And then you have... Yeah. And then you have Embiid and Dame, and then you have to... And then you find yourself in the same situation that the Suns are in, where it's like, 
yeah, we got these really great guys at the top, but we have Nothing Ish Wainwright, yeah. who is going to play, and it's going to be confusing because there's no way this football player should be in a basketball he jersey. He's so wide. It's amazing. Yeah. Something like that will happen where it's like, oh, man, I cannot believe that the Blazers are playing these four players mm-hmm. yeah. right now. But that's – and then it will take another year for them to – be able to build the team and be like, man, is this worth it for the Blazers? That and that is their best case scenario. Mm-hmm. That is their best case scenario. Dame Dame has the star power to demand a trade and basically go wherever he wants to go. Yeah, why doesn't he do it? I think at the end of the day, he doesn't want to leave Portland. He likes this. He likes it. He likes the song and dance of. Maybe I'll leave. Yeah, maybe I'll do it, but not. I won't. But you know but what? I'm loyal. I'm <laughs> loyal. He's going to meet with somebody else yeah. in the next few weeks, and we're going to all question it. He's going to be in the news cycle. He likes to be in the news cycle. Mm-hmm. Could he get his way to uh, the Spurs? <laughs> I mean, probably. Wow. I mean, why? I mean, Chris Haynes basically exists to tweet about Dame. And Kevin Durant. Yeah. Durant less so, but Dame all the time. Yeah. Chris Haynes, speaking of... Um, I'm not going to say... Let's just move on. Yeah. All right, let's, let's go to our next Twitter question. That's a good idea. It comes from at Alex underscore Bowler Jack, who wants to know your summer 2023 summer chips Plans. rating. Oh. Summer chips. What your chips rating? Because <laughs> it changes in the winter. You want some a thicker, heartier chip. Is that true? I I've don't know. never, no. I've never thought about if my, uh, you know, chip preferences are seasonal. I mean, do you? I probably eat more chips in the summer. Boom, summer chips. Yeah, just because there's more, there's more opportunity. You're cooking time. out more. There's, yeah. there's chip parties. It's chip season. Winter is soup season. Summer chips. Yeah. Wow, chip season. Here's here's a here's a huge chip I'm on right now. All right. Pringles. What? That's huge. <laughs> multiple. Multiple. They have a new buffalo flavor. Okay. Spicy. It's good. And then salt and vinegar. And then pizza. <laughs> oh, gross. That's good. That's not I'm good. I'm telling you, I'm into <laughs> Pringles right good. now. Pizza Pringles were, I ate those when I was a kid. I was going to say, and those I tried are, them as an adult and they're terrible. Those are made for eight year olds. Yeah, still they good. Are. <laughs> Pringles, still good. Get you a sleeve. The other thing is uh, uh, the sleeve of Pringles, $2. $2. Chips are so expensive. If you were Pringles. to put them into a bag, how much of a bag would it's the not Pringles fair fill? a ton because you could fit, you could I mean, because. Pringles stack. I'm aware of that. I'm just saying <laughs> you could how big would the in, I'm just asking, would the bag be a normal size bag? No. But they stack. Normal chips don't stack. And we so wouldn't even not buy Pringles. I, I'm aware, I know, I know. Apples Pring- and oranges, it would not fill near much of the bag. Okay. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But it's unfair. But the question I, itself is unfair. I don't even <laughs> think we'd buy Pringles if they were in a bag. Well, no. Part of the thing is they break too, too easily. They're in they're in, but it gives you the ones at the bottom. They get to, you get to chug. Yeah. Do what? You get to chug the crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The Buffalo Pringles is good. The Buffalo Pringles is good. Yeah. The Buffalo Pringles is good. Huge Pringles guy right I'm now. I'm a big Sun Chips man. Harvest Cheddar. 
garden salsa, delicious. Just, yeah, those are good. They, they are, but they're like college to me. I, I I'm not a, I'm not a Sun Chips guy post college. Oh, I would definitely go Sun Chips. I love it. I, I love Sun, sun chips. chips. Yeah, they're really good. Anymore. What yeah. about the bag? The noisy bag. They, very they noisy, took, but keep away. them very the, fresh. Remember the super noisy one? Yes, they went like so that's what I'm talking about. Biodegradable. Do they it's still not, have that? No, no it's no, not. They as, took that away almost immediately because it, people did not like it so it much. Was it was so, so loud. It's so incredibly loud. Yeah. I tried to take that thing into a movie theater once. Yeah. No, oh, did you? <laughs> no, I did not. That would be <laughs> horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the chip itself is allowed to eat. Too. Chip is not a movie yeah. theater food because of just because of that. Yeah, you want they give you they have really all soft candies that are not going to crunch and crunch and munch. Yeah, what uh, what like original potato chip are you going with? If like you're at a barbecue and you've got like beans and dips and all these things available, the, the barbecue lays are the always BBQ good. lays is yeah. good. Yeah, it's a sour good cream op- and onion lays. Yeah, that's good. a really good option. What about ruffles? Yeah, cheddar ruffles. Uh, uh, yeah. Sour cream cheddar. Cheddar sour cream. Yeah, the, spi- the spicy nacho Dorito is really good. Yeah, it is good. It's good. It is good. They have uh, a, they have a at uh, at Papa John's. They have a Cool Ranch Papadilla that I want to try. What is that? It's a Papadilla, which is What's a ba- papadilla? it's basically a calzone, just rebranded as Papadilla. <laughs> and but so, what are they going for? Quesadilla. It's a quesadilla pizza, but it's basically a calzone, and they don't even spell it like. Like Dilla, like Dia. No, they spell pa- it D-I-A. Do they? It's not Papa Dilla. I oh, think maybe it's pa- it is. I think Papadilla. it's Papa Dilla, and it's a Cool Ranch Papa uh, Papa Dia. And uh, <laughs> I no, do want to try it. No, it's this. Oh, it's not Dilla. It's D-I-A. It's Dia. Yeah. Um, but I do want to try the Cool Ranch Papa Dia and um, Papa Dia. One word <laughs> for your search. See, it's basically a calzone, but it. It's folded over twice, like a quesadilla. Yeah. Uh, and it's Cool Ranch. I want to try it because I loved the Cool Ranch um, <laughs> Taco Bell uh, taco. First question when I Google it, when it says people also ask, the first one is, are papadillas just folded pizza? <laughs> it is. Well, that's it how it is. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. I'm watching this little video. It is. On the, uh, the, the PPJ's website. Yeah, it's one pizza that they fold in half, which is, ba- which is basically a calzone or... Or but if you not, take a slice not, of pizza, but it's not though. It's like a pizza taco. What? How would you? What's like? It's a quesadilla. It's a quesadilla. It's a case of dias. Yeah, it's a case of dillas. <laughs> that's what it is. No, this is a case of dias. But I do want to try it. Okay, so that's your summer. It doesn't chip. look good. Luke's summer chip is the Papa John's <laughs> papadilla. It's not aesthetically pleasing. No, but it's I bet not. it tastes good. I don't know. It looks like too much. Yeah, I agree. It's too much. Mm. I can't. I can't keep watching this. <laughs> I love how they just they dust it with the with the, the cool, cool ranch. ranch. It looks yeah. gross. <laughs> Straight do, up. But I do want to try it. Straight up. Did you see they made a movie about the guy who invented flaming hot Cheetos? And there's going to be a whole movie about it, about how he came up with flaming hot Cheetos. Flaming hot. Flaming hot is like big with the youths. The youths. It always they has love been. Flame. I know, and it's 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 a young man's game, and you don't you can't understand it. It's whiskey. Risky. When oh, you risky. were sixteen, you loved Flamin' Hot. I s- no, I like them more now than I did back then. I w- yes, me too. See, I'm not. It's too hot. Me too. It's not too that, hot. They're really for me. not that hot. It's too hot. They're, I'm gonna get sweaty. The the the. They're not that hot. The the Pringle Buffalo makes me sweaty. Really? Yeah. <laughs> in 
the face get sweaty. Wow. You got a low tolerance for I really do. for the heat. I really do. If I'm on a date, I cannot have anything spicy and I'm sweating. Wow. On my face. Wow. It's not a good look. You also, if you're on a date, you can't ask the waiter, is this kind of spicy? How spicy is this? <laughs> don't ask him that. It's not a good question. You don't yeah. look good asking it. Yeah, it's true. Mm. It's true. <laughs> but is you, this spicy? But if it is too spicy... This is what I'm doing. I do spicy, <laughs> you know, for like those uh, videos. I'm trying to. It's whenever things are because like it's so spicy. my like when they take a drink of Sprite, it's so spicy. What I'm trying to do. My niece is talk and knows the word spicy when things are hot, and she'll say it's spicy. Uh, but I'm trying to make it to where she says spicy. <laughs> so whenever I say spicy, I say it like that. Trying to get her to do it. Is it working? It has not worked yet. Oh, okay. But I'm. I think I can get there. <laughs> you got to. You got to stick to the plan. Stick no, I just to the plan. Take a bite of whatever she's like, spicy. Spicy. <laughs> it's gonna work eventually. All right. Let's. So the summer. The summer chip of 2023 is Pringles Buffalo. No, the summer chip of 2023 is Papa John's. Papa John's. Papa Papa Dia. That's right. Gross. I'm gonna have one. It looks so. Gross. I'm going to have one. I can't promise this weekend, but um, I do want one, and I will have one, and I'll report. I'll do it. That I'll do it. Um, before next week. I'll, yeah. That's a that's an L man promise guarantee. Okay. That means nothing. <laughs> Hey, our next Twitter <laughs> question comes from at about to dunk, and it's a question for Andrew. Do you and at Sam Vicini fight over your opinions on Alperin Shingun? He thinks Shingun is a trade asset that could be used by Houston to trade up. Uh, we don't fight. No, we're no, we don't fight. But is that just because you're not in person? Can't swing those punches. Yeah, it's hard to punch somebody who lives in Australia. You're just punching mm-hmm. towards the camera. Huh. Um, I just don't. I just don't know how Shengun is going to get you. Like the why would the Blazers take four and Shengun to move back a spot? It it all depends on. They would have to probably take take back like bad salary too mm, to make yeah. that work. I think it just depends on how good you think Shengun is. I just don't. That's th- probably the difference. I wouldn't want to build a team around Shengun as your starting center. Is is what I would not want to do. You'd have to have such specific personnel around him, especially the Blazers. Like, why would you? The de, the he's is probably overplayed the defensive liability stuff, but at the same point, like Vucevic is probably like the highest level defensively that he could get to, just because of his limitations. And it's probably even lower than that because he's only six eight. He's not seven feet, mm-hmm. you know. Where Vooch is big. Yeah. Shengun is not that big. Yeah. Offensively, he's great. I think that he's got a lot to his game. He can really pass. He can he can score in a lot of different ways. He's a very fun player. But to me, he would be like the ideal like six man coming mm-hmm. off the bench, coming in, change of pace. He can probably close some games or some games he won't be able to because they'll target him. You think he's Christian Wood? Um, no, I think he's better than Christian Wood because he can play team basketball. I think he's better than a six man. I, I also, though, think he's benefiting from the Jokic effect. I think everyone is, is seeing mm-hmm. how Lisa Salters is just now watching Jokic play basketball for the first time. That is so frustrating. That makes me want to scream. It's so dumb. Why would you say that out loud? Anyway. 
But I think I'm now it's like he's won two MVPs. Two MVPs. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you seen this uh, bright young player? Have you seen this guy? He's got like, a wow, I can't believe it. you know they he's never assigned me to one of his games before. And she even said, "I think I did actually do one of his games in the bubble." But <laughs> what's this? Bubble butt. Bubble butt. Bubble bubble butt. bubble butt. Hey guys. Anyways, I just don't think. I mean, the Hornets. I wouldn't do that if I'm the Hornets. Obviously, you can't trade up. Spurs from doing it for this. <laughs> also, the rock, the rock, the Rockets aren't going to do it. They love the guy. They, I, I don't think that it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that it's like that. I think a lot of Rockets fans like him, but fans, no. schmans. He. What's funny is they would trade him, and he's he is probably their best chance right now of a player that they have on their team. Of like having a guy to build around, like of all the guys that they have, I don't think that's true. I think so. I think he's really good. I think he's he might end up being their most important player. I don't think that's I don't think correct. that's true. I think, think Jalen Green is is good. Well, I don't I don't think he's the guy. I think Shangun's the guy. You're out of your mind. Jokic Jokic has opened my eyes to Euro trash. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I it's just so hard to build a good defense around. The, the thing about Jokic, though, too, same with Vooch, is like he's huge. Yeah. And because he's so big and so smart, he can play defense in a way that is just like he's just getting in the way. Shangun is just not that big. I don't think that Shangun is a horrific defender, but I don't think that he's good enough to anchor a defense in twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. It's just really difficult to have a center that's going to play 35 minutes a game that is going to be a liability, and you have to plan around what can we do. Teams are playing big again, though. You can get a big next to him. You want to play a big next to Shangun? Sure. He doesn't take threes. The other big can. <laughs> Dwight Howard, he's just putting threes up in China right now, dude. This is why like, Wimby actually would have been pretty great for them. <laughs> But losers. But they lost. Hey guys, I've got a question for you. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Are you miffed and peeved? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm miffed. Yeah. So my my dog, my, my dog, dog likes it. Likes it. <laughs> uh. She, I noticed yesterday that she was bleeding underneath her eye. Well, stop hitting her. And I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if she got attacked by an animal outside or she's, she's going, she can't see real well. She's almost 14 years old. And so I thought maybe she, I don't know if she like ran into something. I don't know what happened. And so I take her to the vet and she had a ruptured abscess Hmm. in her face and it ruptured through her face. Ouch. Looks terrible. It's awful. Anyways, the vet, she's like, okay, let me work up an estimate. I'll bring it to you. Oh, no. I'm like, okay, fine. She brings it back, and she's like, well, we're probably going to have to take that tooth and like all these other teeth, and we're going to have to put her under. We're going to have to do all these things. It's $1,200. Yeah. And I'm like, this is insane. This can't be it. And so I call another vet that we have frequented as well. 
and I'm like, okay, what do you charge to do these, all of these things? Like, well, it's probably won't be more than $250. What? And I'm like, yes, let's, let's book it right now. That first vet charging that much more for the exact same thing. Wow. It's a racket. I think this is what they've done. Actually, to have like do this thing is like fifty dollars. Yeah. But the first person way overcharges you, and then say, "Well, go see this other person. Maybe they'll do it." And then they're like two hundred fifty. Like, yes, because you're like that's a great deal. When really they're working together to get you, and it All should be twenty five. Same. same ownership, and it's really they're just trying to trick you, and they they got you. Yeah. This is also the second time in your life when you've had to, you know, decide. Should I pay this or should I let the dog, you know, abscess away? Yeah. Yeah. Just bloody. It's weird that me and my dog probably had an abscess at the exact same time. I know. Yeah, you're connected. That's weird. Glad the yours didn't rupture through your face. I would not be able to pod with you. It's just. If if my face, it would have exploded right here. Just. uh, All over Luke. Does that happen to humans? Like, does it rupture like that too? I would, I, I, or does it rupture? Like, would it rupture well, in yours, my mouth? It would rupture in your mouth because yours, I think, was on the gums, not on the on the lip. Correct. But no, I could feel it here. Oh, really? Yeah, sick. It oh. was sick, dude. It was it terrible. Sick. It was terrible. Well, you look normal again. You know what they Thanks. say? Like owner, like dog. That's what they say. That's what I've heard. Uh, Taylor, are you miffed? Are you peeved? I'm always miffed. Um. My dog just keeps uh, eating grass and puking on our couch. Ew. I don't know why he does it. Wow. My dog, my dog, dog likes it. it. I think because he's eating all these weird foods that my kids are just dropping all over the place. Yeah. So I think his stomach is hurting all the time. He only ever pukes on the couch. Like owner, though. like like owner, like dog. Yeah, I like puke. On, like I go outside, eat grass, puke all over the couch. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. That's what the dog says. I just don't know why he only pukes on the couch. Yeah. Like he doesn't puke anywhere else. And my, my house is mostly, you know, like uh, not carpeted surfaces. So it'd be yeah. really easy to clean up anywhere else. Yeah, Just pukes in the couch. And I'm going to sell this couch eventually. And there's no way I'm going to tell people. Who that is going to buy you just told your everybody. dog vomit couch? This isn't my market. My market is on Facebook Marketplace. It's probably some woman named Doris. Uh, Facebook Marketplace. If you want, this is what I missed and peeped about, if, having used it within the past year. If you want to ruin your life, uh-huh. just put something on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, that's true. You get hundreds of people just saying, is this still available? And if you reply back, like, please stop bothering me. That's what they say back to you. It's just horrible. It's like, yeah. I found another. I found another. And you're just, it's, you are just wasting your time. Any money you get from selling something on Facebook Marketplace is just Wow. Oh, it's it's not worth the time. Facebook is just filled with the worst people now. I really think so. Wrong. I mean, no, I'm don't. on Facebook. Uh, yeah. When was the last time? Do you got yeah, turd pants, exactly. <laughs> I don't post on, I don't, I, I haven't posted on the old FB in years. Yeah. It's just not a good, uh, I don't know. Social media now nowadays is, is getting harder and harder to feel like myself on them. Huh? Just because it's it's too big now. Everything's too big. Okay. You know, Twitter. It's like I'm I'm going on Twitter. It's not even the Twitter I'm well, trying not, to follow. It's not fun anymore. Instagram. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Facebook. There's no way I'm getting on. Are there. you on Are you on TikTok? 
I'm not on TikTok. Come on over to TikTok. That's where it's at, brother. It's so much fun. You will be up till three in the morning just scrolling vids. Scrolling vids. Well, if you want to be up till three in the morning, scrolling vids. You know, my my uh, coworker has a nine-year-old and a six-year-old, and he said they're on TikTok, and they'll, like, watch them scrolling. And TikTok's kind of dangerous because they'll put, like... You don't know what's going to be there. You There's don't know what's going to be there. a six-year-old that's on TikTok? Well, he does it, like, on his iPad, and it projects up on the TV so they can see it. Yeah. And it's, like, I guess one time he was scrolling through, and it wasn't a, a nudie pic, but it was someone that said the P word. Okay, the I pe- don't, you don't have to. Okay, I can. I have two in my mind. I'm, you're fine. Either not penis. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. And they were like, "What is going on?" And the kid doesn't know what that is. You know. Yeah. Like, maybe think it's a cat or something. But it's like TikTok's too dangerous for kids. Yeah, I think you don't even have to say that. I think that everybody knows that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Don't let your six-year-old do. Th- yeah. Why oh. would you in the? Why would you ever let your six-year-old be on TikTok? Hmm. Would you? I didn't know what TikTok was. I didn't know how dangerous well, it was. Get on it. Check it it sounds too out. dangerous for me. No, I don't want to hear that type no, of language. That's perfect for you. Yeah. Uh, so we will have a draft party in about a month. So uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled. Can you peel your ears? Peel okay. them right off. Um, yeah. For more announcements surrounding that. I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday.